This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A survey done in January of this year showed that threats to their physical safety are definitely a barrier to young women who are considering entering politics. In fact, two-thirds of women aged 18 to 30 uh, that took part in this survey said they would be worried about their safety should they decide to enter politics. Three-quarters of them were worried about online harassment and their right to be concerned. We've seen it. I mean, online harassment is absolutely unbelievable. This weekend, uh, Mayor Jody Gondek of Calgary uh, put out a Twitter thread sort of talking about what happened with the Christia Freeland incident and how it related to her experience. And it was an eye-opener for me. I mean, I'm sure as all public officials go through um, different things, but I I didn't know about some of the incidents that uh, Mayor Gondek had experienced. And I'm delighted she can join us now and tell us a bit more about her experience and her feelings about the state of politics right now. Mayor Gondek, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having me on, Shay. You know, the thread that you posted details some of your experiences, but it said it took you a couple of days to get to the point where you actually wanted to comment publicly on this. So tell us, what was the weekend like for you after seeing the video and sort of processing it and deciding what you wanted to say and how you wanted to say it? What was that like for you? Um, I have to tell you, it's been a number of years where people have said, you know, you need to talk about your experiences so that people can understand it. But I think anyone who's been through things like this will tell you when you start talking about it, it means you start have to, you have to start understanding the impact that it's had on you. And you have to, I always say you have to open that box and unpack the feelings that come along with the experience. And you just don't have time to do that. If you were actually going to stop and do that every time you go through something, you'd be an emotional wreck. So, you know, it's been years of tucking things away into boxes and not opening them. So when I finally did this weekend, um, I thought maybe people need to hear this because not because this is about me, but because if I can talk about this and be very clear and say things like this can make you fearful and being fearful doesn't make you weak. If you talk about how this makes you feel, maybe we can change the legislation and the criminal code to get the system to actually work. And I guess that's the question, and that's probably what you were wrestling with, if I understand you correctly, in terms of, okay, do we share these stories? Does it make it worse? Does it open me up to more? Um, Or does it help by, you know, the old sunlight is the biggest disinfectant? And I guess I've had that struggle with how much do I talk about this on air? And in particular, do we want to, you know, because a lot of what goes on here, Mayor Gondek, is they want the exposure. They record it. That's part of what it's about. So it's a fine line. Um, in terms of how do we handle this best, these incidents going forward? Will you continue to sort of deal with them quietly on your own? Or do you think it's more important now to be public and speak about it? I think for me to be able to do my job with my colleagues on council, we need to keep compartmentalizing things and keep going because we can't publicly share everything we go through. It's just too much. But now that I have shared enough and I've given people a glimpse into what it's like, yeah. I hope people take other journalists seriously. I hope they take other elected officials seriously and we start taking some action because the way the legislation is written right now and the way things work from a prosecution perspective, it's all about how did it make the victim feel? What was the understanding of the victim? 
And I think it needs to be more actions-based and say, this action, for example, protesting in front of someone's home, is illegal. Stop making it about how the victim feels and start making it about the actions that cannot be tolerated. When you talk about your experiences, and, and, and you mentioned one in your Twitter thread where uh, somebody had threatened you, um, I think over the phone or, or, or through email or whatever, and then showed up in person to let you know they were the person that had threatened you and just sort of to be present, I, I could feel the fear. I, 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 what's, what's, what's your security situation like? There's a lot of people talking about Christian Freeland and what she went through and where was her security. I mean, do you think security is something we need to be looking at for public officials? Do we need to increase it? I think it's an interesting question, Shay, because when that happened to me, I was a candidate. Yeah. So, you know, when you're a candidate, you're a literal nobody. And unless every venue is going to offer security, I don't know how every candidate could possibly afford to do that. And even as a counselor, I I did not have, you know, security with me. I relied on my own, you know, sense of understanding the situation I was in and my team being with me. Um, As the mayor, it's a bit of a different situation. I do have the opportunity to um, have close protection with me in certain situations. But I'll tell you what worries me more than that. I I think people have noticed that I don't post, hey, I'm going to be here. I post after I'm done. And there's a reason I do that, because I don't want my showing up to something to put the public in danger. I don't want little kids. I don't want anyone to see someone go after me in that way. So my concern is for the people who organized the event and attended. And, and, and Mayor Gondek, you, you bring up a really important point. I mean, of course, public uh, safety of all people in this country, including public officials, should be our paramount concern. And we need to make sure that people stay physically safe. But the overarching, the bigger picture, perhaps, is what this does to politics and the way we conduct our political lives in this country. You're limiting your promotion of where you're going to be. I'm sure you're limiting access and how um, available you are to the people that you represent. And it also drives people out of um, public life that say, I, I, I don't, I don't want to have to entertain this. So I think overall, it puts a really chilling effect on the way that a democracy is supposed to work. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I can draw the line between when I'm the mayor and when I'm just me, the human being, the Calgarian, and I can differentiate that. So when I go to my grocery store to pick up stuff for my mom or when I go to get, you know, my car washed or whatever it is that I'm out doing, I'm just me. But I'm not to the person who sees me. I'm the mayor. So it's an interesting place to be in. I don't want to have security with me all of the time. I'd like to be just me when I go out to do the plain old things I have to do. And I hope it can stay that way. But I'm worried that if we don't call this stuff out and we don't call out the organized hate that is spreading, you're going to be hard-pressed to find people who want to go through this. So I guess... To sum up, what is that recourse? How do we do that? I mean, there are so many, I think social media is part of it. I think political leaders who engage in it don't discourage it and, in fact, stoke the fires are part of it. There's alternative media sources that do this. How do we go about turning down the temperature in this country? Well, I think, number one, the voices of people who have been through things like this need to be heard. And the people that are creating the legislation, people that have the ability to change the criminal code, people who are prosecuting and know what's wrong, they need to step up and offer the changes and make them happen quickly. And then I think as human beings, as a society, we have a responsibility to call things out when they start happening this way. But, you know, here's the issue. So you're at a dinner party. 
someone says something completely obnoxious and you call them out. And the next thing you know, that person's in your face. Mm -hmm. So we're scared. We are fearful of speaking out. And we do not talk about how fearful we are. And that just allows those folks to perpetuate that fear. And that's the thing that's got to stop. And it's tough. Uh, again, I, I don't know necessarily. Uh, short, uh, the, the legal recourse, I think, is our best opportunity, but I don't know if any laws were broken in Grand Prairie on Friday. Well, the existing laws weren't broken. Right. Which is the exact problem. So, yeah. you know, what are we going to do about the fact that you can't intimidate and harass somebody in that manner? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the change looks like, but something's got to be done because all of us were taken aback. I had to turn off the video as soon as I started watching it because I didn't know what was going to happen and I didn't want to see it. Took me like a day to actually watch it. Yeah, absolutely, and I think for a lot of people that experience was the same. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I, this is unbelievable!" But you know, we're seeing more and more of them. So, um, Mayor Gondek, I can't thank you enough for joining us today and, and sharing your thoughts on this. And uh, we'll chat again soon. Sounds good, and thanks for shining a light on it, Shay. Have a great day. You too. That is Calgary Mayor Jody Gondek um, talking about the situation here. And now listen, you don't have to agree with Jody Gondek. You don't have, politically, you can have all kinds of differences and you can think she's terrible for the city of Calgary if you want to. That's fine. But if you can disagree with anything that she's saying in terms of the way that public officials from all parties in this country should be treated and should be allowed to conduct the business of the people, um, you need to sit down and look at that. You need to examine that. We live in a democracy. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But as Churchill said, it's the worst system except for all of the other ones that we have tried. Okay? It's important. Um, Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And when you lose, uh, you can recalibrate and organize and be ready for the next fight. But we've decided to try and skip some steps. Some people haven't. Again, it's a handful of people, but it doesn't take many. And I think what she's talking about is important. And if you value democracy and if you truly are a patriot... And someone who believes in freedom, democracy should be front and center. That should be what's most important to you. Not you winning all the time. No, 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 no. In a democracy, sometimes you lose. But you should support the system. You should respect the system. And we're damaging it. That's the risk we run here. Not only people getting hurt or worse, which I think is in our future if we don't act on this, but the entire level of our democracy suffers. Take a look at the South. Take a look at what's going on in the United States. That democracy is in peril. And we're walking down that road. We're way, way, way behind. But we're on that path. We have a chance to stop it. 